This is a story about a girl named Molly Goes around off the trolley Drinks cider and a dolly She can't get over you There's nothing that she will do Now she's off still in glue Hey everybody, Cyanide uh, from Little Geek Lost. Another podcast for you here this time. It's my summertime adventure podcast. Kind of goes hand in hand with my blog that I'm going to have up on the website at the same time. With some stories, people's summertime adventures, um, just some summer fun stuff. And yeah, um, you know, summer adventures, stories, things like that. <laughs> um so I'd actually asked online for people to submit uh, their stories again. So we've got two clips for you. Um, one is from Daniel Wallace and one is from Jeff. And I'm going to play those clips now before I get into my summertime adventure stories. So enjoy. As far as summer adventures go, I think the one I remember most was getting to see the Wizarding World of Harry Potter in uh, Universal Studios. Just because we got to go during like the test period when they were like, uh, kind of just trying things out for like the first week before they like officially opened the park and it was just really cool because everyone who worked there was just very frank with you about what was going on in the park and what to expect in the future and also that is where I conquered my fear of uh, roller coasters that go upside down so uh, in a way you can I can kind of thank one of my uh, geeky obsessions for uh, helping me overcome a fear that uh, now is something that I enjoy quite a lot. Hey, I'm Daniel Wallace, and I'm here to tell you a funny summertime adventure story. Technically speaking, it's a springtime adventure story, but we were most most of the time we were pretty lucky and had the first really nice warm days. So let's just go with it and call it a summertime story, okay? All these stories took place on Vatertag, which is the German Father's Day, which is usually somewhere in May, beginning of May. And it's a national holiday for completely different reasons, but what most people use it for is to get their Bollerwagen, which is a small cart you can drag behind you, and a bunch of friends and put a lot of beer on the Bollerwagen and take a long walk for half a day or the whole day and, well, drink beer on the way. And, well, maybe liquor or wine or whatever. We took this all pretty serious, tricked out our Bollerwagen with a barbecue attached to it that you could easily detach, and um, yeah, we brought a lot of nice food, and and, yeah, took a really nice mini vacation there for one day. The group I was usually doing this with were my friends in Kiel, which were all metalheads. So imagine this bunch of maybe 15, 20 young men, all in cuts with leather boots or uh, military boots, army boots, leather pants and long hair and beards. And yeah, I must admit, we probably looked pretty intimidating, but we were actually pretty harmless. We never did anything wrong, but every year we met the cops. I say met the cops. We didn't get in trouble with the cops because Usually nobody was even asked for ID or anything, but it was kind of a tradition that if we went out, the cops would want something from us at some point. One of the biggest encounters we had, or definitely the biggest encounter we had, was in the, I guess, second year I traveled with these guys. 
Um, we stopped at the gas station because on national holidays, all regular shops are closed. So gas stations are one of the few places where you can still get some beer and stuff like that. And Cornettos, obviously, it was warm. And yeah, so we, we stopped there and there was a misunderstanding there, pretty stupid uh, difference of, of opinions and yeah, whatever. They pretty much ordered us off the property and were like, yeah, we're calling the cops. We're like, okay, then do that, but we are leaving. No, no, I'm calling the cops. We are leaving while we were walking out of the store. And then one of my friends was like, okay, when they are calling the cops right now, all of this while we were leaving the property, also after spending a quite significant amount of money at that place as a group, he was like, yeah, we, we can't just go away when they're calling the cops and they're coming here. They will think we, we ran away or something. So um, he and another friend stayed behind on the, on the side there and uh, with their IDs in hand. And the others moved on like 100 meters down the road. And well, what 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 should you do if you're waiting there for the cops? And so we put out the uh, took out the barbecue and and fired it up and had a nice barbie there by the roadside, in a reasonable distance from the gas station, I have to say. So while all that was happening and the two of them standing there and waiting for the cops to arrive, and well, while while all of that was happening, another Father's Day, Father's Day group was passing us by and they were way more drunk than we were and they most of them had their shirts off and they were really loud and obnoxious and we were like yeah yeah hi guys hi guys hi and that was it and they pulled into the gas station too because that's where you get your beer and cornettos obviously and at the same time some classic cars came by and they pulled into the gas station i hope not for beer uh, but for cornettos and gas and two of the Half-naked, completely drunk guys started to lick, I'm not kidding you, started to lick the Corvette that was in with these classic cars. And the Corvette owner was probably, well, no, he was visibly not happy with that. And he started yelling at them and they were being aggressive and whatnot. And it seems like they called the cops again. Completely different matter. We weren't even there. We were in, in viewing distance, but had nothing to do with that. And so, yeah, they, they called the cops again. And this time they were like, here's a bunch of people and they are taking part the gas station or whatever. Well, a little bit of yelling and shoving back and forth. The guys paid for the gas, got in their cars, drove away. The other guys were sent off the property and left. Three, four minutes later, after everybody except for us had left, the cops pull up. One car, really high speed, siren, lights, everything. Second car, third car, fourth car, fifth car. And German cops don't drive in their cars alone. It's usually at least two. And in the VW buses, in this case, there were like, I think, six in one and eight in the other. So two of the buses, three of the usual normal patrol cars, and a whole bunch of cops. <laughs> Those guys standing there with their IDs in hand. Good day, officer. My name is, hands over the ID, and this is what happened. And the cops were like, um. <laughs> Some of them walked over to us. We were sitting there in the grass, drinking beer, eating our steaks, having a barbecue. And they were like, um, did you cause any of this? We were like, well, first incident or second incident? And the cops looked at each other, what? <laughs> like, yeah. We were the guys that left when they were told to leave and they still had called you. So 
and they were like, yeah, yeah. Okay, stop, stop talking. Um, you, you have to move further down the road because this is still property of the, of the gas station and they don't want you here. Okay, we're, we're packing up. Yeah, yeah, you can, you can let the barbecue burn down. No, no, we've got an attachment here. We put it in the outer attachment and attached it and put the pin in, the security pin. And yeah, my, my buddy down, further down the road, he, he was actually, really eager to tell the whole story and to, to explain everything. And, and basically he, he walked after the cop who was going back to their, who were going back to their cars and, and was still telling the story. And they pretty much got in their cars and drove up while he was still, this is still, and then, <laughs> yeah. So that was the, the biggest encounter we had with the cops on our father's day too. Pretty good way to start off the summer, especially if you've done really nothing and are acting like an upstanding citizen should. All right, so I hope you like those clips. Um, just a little bit of idea of some other people's uh, summertime adventure stories. I'm going to have another one posted, like I said, with the blog online. Um, that one's from Christian Lipsky. Um, you may know him from the PDX Broadsides, great little geek band. And so I have his story on the site. Um, as far as my summertime adventure stories, um, I decided to go with three sort of categories. Um, one from being a kid, one from being a teenager, and one kind of more as an adult. Um, as a kid, we had a trailer and we camped at a campground that a lot of other families camped at. It was called uh, Moose Lodge, and it was, you know, one of those, like, groups that I guess people belong to. Um, and in the campground, and you went and you paid for your site, and you kind of camped there every summer. Um, my cousins camped there, two sets of cousins, and another set of family friends, um, among with a lot of other people that we sort of just got to know growing up, um, you know, as kids, and looked forward to seeing every summer. So that was definitely one of my favorite summertime adventure memories, um, is camping as a kid, going out there every summer from, you know, probably when I was too young to even remember um, probably until I was about maybe 13-ish, 12, 13, um, that age, you know, camped with a couple of sets of cousins, like I said. So where our campground was, um, we had our trailer, uh, me and my parents, and then one set of cousins, um, were like just next door to us, and then another set were down the road, and then other close family friends were just down the road the other way. So basically every summer we go, you know, every weekend or for, you know, a couple of weeks out there straight and just kind of hang out. All the kids would wander around together. Um, we used to go down to, there was like a lake and a little tiny beach. So, you know, you'd play on the little beach. And one time I actually remember when we were fishing for crayfish, um, not crawdads or crawfish because <laughs> we're in Canada, it's crayfish. Um, and I actually slipped and fell in. And I mean, it's only like a few inches of water maybe, but my hand got stuck under a rock. And of course, when we were young, like I'm maybe six or seven. So I'm panicking. So one of my other cousins ran up and got my older cousin to come and kind of like lift the rock off my hand. Um, I remember that being like a big deal. Um, the same cousin, in fact, actually almost chopped his foot off with an axe when he was cutting wood and it actually swung back around and cut into the back of his ankle and he ended up needing tons of stitches. And this is a campground maybe about like half an hour outside of city limits. So I remember like them rushing him out of the campsite to take him to the hospital. It was crazy. Um, when we were really young again, like maybe that was about eight or nine and he was, I think maybe 12 or something at the time. Like it was crazy scary. Um, 
you know another thing like there was uh porta potties there for people that didn't want to you know use their campers or didn't have a bathroom in their campers so you know going and messing with people in the porta potties if you saw one of your friends going in like running up and banging on the wall behind them and just being like terrified of the giant hole that you know your poop went into <laughs> in the porta potties um there would always be like summer kind of like fun days so there'd be like one for the kids picnic day and then like an adult's picnic and the kids picnic it would be down um by the lake and there'd always be like you know like those fishing pond things where you put in the fishing rod behind like a wall and you fish out prizes or popping balloons um three-legged races sack races those kind of things with like a big barbecue at the end the adults always had like bingo in the hall down at the at the water there and so we'd always like run around as kids and run up to the the doors and yell bingo and we thought it was the funniest thing and like running away and just kind of you know messing around that way um the other thing was making motorboats in the water so what you do is you take a, a twig and you stick the end of the twig in sap and then you chuck it in the water and the sap kind of acts like a little propellant and you know makes the stick look like a little motorboat <laughs> so i mean i spent a lot of time at camp and you know playing out there in the lake and everything so that's kind of my summertime adventure memory for being a kid um being a teenager my summertime adventure memory um or just I guess story it basically just kind of wandering around you know the area I grew up in in the city um it's called Northwood and it's just you know the area of town and there would be like maybe about five or six of us this one's you know specific summer I mean, wander around and just kind of, you know, wander to the mall or wander to each other's houses and basically, you know, leave first thing in the morning, maybe be home for supper and then like back out, you know, till after dark and just spending a lot of time hanging out with friends. That's kind of, you know, what we did. Just didn't really, you know, weren't really inside. We didn't have the internet then. <laughs> um, I was probably about 14 at the time because that was 1995. So we weren't really, you know, on the internet or anything like that and just kind of wandered around hung out you know went to each other's houses had like barbecues hung out at our friend's pool once in a while um the one friend that had a pool and just kind of you know spent the summer wandering around and i just remember like now looking back at how far we actually spent walking and like that would be a crazy distance to think that you'd walk as an adult but that's just what we did we just wandered around so because before the internet <laughs> that's what we used to do um as a teenager that's kind of my main summertime memory <laughs> um and then as an adult the one that i thought was kind of funny that i like to talk about is when me and my husband who was you know my boyfriend at the time um would go drinking with mexicans <laughs> um basically there were these mexican people we knew that lived in one side of town um the guy ed was for actually from um mexico he's from cancun and his wife Nikki was from Las Vegas but they ended up moving up here to Canada which is a huge shock for their system being from like warmer southern climate um but we'd go and hang out with them uh, I spent a lot of time with them the summer we went and took them fishing at the river um that was by their house and I just remember the one guy Ed he was always just creeped out <laughs> by worms would not touch a worm to use his bait um he'd always want to get minnows and he'd call them minos we'd go and get some minos <laughs> um and then like one time his mom actually came up from Cancun, Mexico and she's actually Mayan and could actually speak Mayan and she didn't speak a single word of English so she'd be sitting there trying to tell you something and tell you know talk to you and tell you a story 
and you have no idea what she's saying and she's sitting there smiling and joking and laughing and it's like yeah I, I'm sorry I, you know I have no idea what you're saying but she was so nice and friendly and you just felt bad for not being able to understand her um there was another friend of theirs and no one could really understand him we didn't know his name but his shirt said Paco so we called him Paco <laughs> but we weren't actually sure what his real name was and we go over to their house and we'd be out there drinking in their backyard till like gosh probably like four three four in the morning to the point where like you go and you drink and you get drunk and then you're basically like sober by the time you know it's done kind of thing like out there so long till basically like the sun was coming up I remember just being eaten alive by mosquitoes because we sit in their backyard and the whole backs of my legs would just be destroyed from mosquito bites but it was fun it was amazing I mean we just sit out there for hours you know pretty much from dark from supper time we'd barbecue and then like I said till like three four in the morning just drinking till the booze ran out <laughs> and we had fun so those are kind of like my three main summertime adventure stories that I wanted to talk about um just as something fun you know I thought it'd be cool to do kind of like a summertime adventure blog and podcast and you know if you follow me on twitter at cyanide or you know my site or anything I'd love to hear your summertime adventure story and just because like you know you don't have a real adventure story and you may not have gone somewhere you know you may not have gone to comic con or on some big trip somewhere doesn't mean you can't have fun in the summer I mean there's lots of stuff you can do for free um you know even in my town here you know there's parks there's dog parks where you can bring your dog to there's um we have like a little kind of mini lake pond um man-made lake in town that you know people can go to and it's free and just go and hang out on the beach or go for a walk on the trails and just you know be outside it's summer you take advantage of the nice weather in Canada here we have very little time that's actually nice to be outside where it's warm and you can actually do stuff <laughs> so I think it's you know it's kind of nice to take advantage of it just even to sit outside in the backyard I mean you know grab a lawn chair sit outside in the sun grab a nice drink you know a nice cold iced coffee grab a book sit outside and read I mean that's always nice too getting out in the grass even just sitting there in the grass and reading a nice shady spot under a tree I mean you can't beat that that counts as summertime adventure to me you know just little things like that <laughs> you know wandering around the city even going for a walk going some places that you may you know may not get to visit too often even like you know if you have a museum too it's nice to get away from the heat get inside an air-conditioned museum or art gallery explore that way explore indoors <laughs> out of the heat because <laughs> that's always something fun to do um and just yeah you know like make your own adventure choose your own adventure make your own adventure <laughs> um, that's what I think is funny I mean even to the point where like you know I know gas is expensive and everyone has cars but I just like kind of going for a drive around at night my husband and I go and get coffee and just kind of go for a drive around the city and listen to music and just kind of hang out I mean it's like I said it's very rare that we actually get several weeks where you can actually be warm and be outside so I like to take advantage of it I mean going for a drive in winter is not really the same as going for a drive in summer because you're freezing to death <laughs> you gotta wait for the car to warm up and then you got your snow boots on and everything and the roads might be slippery summer it's nice you grab a coffee go for a little drive around see what's around in the city you know just kind of explore if you live in more of an urban center and there's not really woods or anything to go exploring explore the city like I said wander around downtown you know find some cool places to go just different even like little local shops you may not have checked out you totally make your own summertime adventure um 
And if you're online in August and looking for something to do, the Good Girl Pen Pals Club does have an online summer camp. So there's something, you know, definitely to check out there, um, geekgirlpenpals.com. You kind of sign up. I think they're going to have sign up soon. Um, and yeah, you can totally check that out. They have it. This is going to be the second year, so they have it every year kind of thing. And there's online activities and summer groups and everything. And it's not just for girls. It's for everyone. So, so there's that to check out. Or even, you know, just looking if you do have conventions and stuff in your town or events that are going on, go and check those out. You know, that's something fun to do, too. Um so yeah, so what's your summertime adventure? What do you like to do? Do you want to take a comic book outside and sit and read it, you know, in the sun under a tree? Do you wander around with friends? Do you go to the lake? Do you go camping? What do you do for summertime adventure? Um, and like I said, this this uh, this podcast is sort of just a little short one to get going. Um, next one, I'm actually going to have a special surprise with some surprise guests again. So I kind of just wanted to get this one done and kind of you know I had it done for a while thought it'd be kind of fun to do one that tied in with my blog so be sure to check that out as well um which may be how you found this but if you're listening to me on iTunes head over to logiegloss.com and check out the corresponding blog <laughs> that goes with the summertime adventure pod um for another story and just kind of you know some more hints of things to kind of do and have fun so yep summertime adventure that's that <laughs> I never know how to end podcasts like it seems weird and it's really I don't know I don't want to say awkward but it's strange to kind of just sit here talking to myself for a really long time so that's why this is just another kind of short one something fun some ideas and tips and tricks and such <laughs> um, as usual follow me on twitter cyanide with two n's the extra n is for extra awesome uh, littlegeeklost.com I'm on YouTube. I have some cool vlogs on there, so you should totally check that out. Um, there's even some ones that are audio that go have little animations that go with some of the podcast clips, so you should totally check those out. Um, yeah, uh, that's that's about it. So I will see you again, or you will hear me again next time. <laughs>